welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. So, last time our heroes made it back to the city of Clear Meadow, uh, after having uh, dealt with a dragon and a collapsing tunnel, um, and made it back uh, more or less in one piece. So, uh, they, uh, they went to, to bed, and they are waking up the next morning and heading out of town to continue their quest up to Malatune. So, uh, before we dive into that, we're going to do a quick round of introductions with everyone. So, uh, first of all, Jathal, would you like to go and introduce yourself? Yeah, hello. I am Jathal. Uh, my actual name is Chris. I play Jathal. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Let's uh let's get this let's get this new this quest on the road again, eh? So so what what character do you you play Jethal? What class is Jethal? And sure, uh, I play Jethal, the elf wizard. Very cool. All right, and then up next, Athir, would you like to go and introduce yourself? Sure, I'm Brian. I play Athir, which is the fighter of the group. Um, we're uh, he's an elf. Uh, that uh, is, I guess, a seer elf in the Pathfinder 2e world. Um, for people that don't know, a seer has brown hair with a top knot, um, likes to wield swords, so he's got his long sword and his falchion, which have come in quite handy for him. Alright. Uh, up next, Tormir. Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm Tormir, the dwarf monk! And uh, I'm currently... Uh... Just enjoying things and drinking a spot of tea in the morning. All right. With a weird grin on my face. <laughs> All right. And uh, Tegan, uh, before you introduce yourself, you wake up and you've, uh, you find yourself uh, uh, hands and legs tied together and uh, uh, some sort of a, a gag put in your mouth. And... Uh, <laughs> you, you can eventually wriggle your way out, but uh, before you do, why don't you go and introduce yourself, Tegan? <laughs> My name's Chris. I'm the other Chris. I play Tegan. You gotta do it with the gags. <laughs> I play the oh boy gnome sorcerer. And apparently I've got problems. Um, I've got voices in my head. <laughs> now I've got a dragon soul. Now what's your character like? Oh, my character's uh, super, super tall for a gnome, so like one foot nothing. Um, and he's uh, green most of the time, but when he gets excited, he turns blue, and he gets angry. He gets a dark shade of purple, so he's kind of like a chameleon in that fashion. He just wears a regular uh, leather robe with the hood up. Um, he's a very distinguished-looking gnome face, um, but... Yeah, he's got problems. He's got this uh, voices in his head. Now he's got a dragon in his head. He's got a cursed sword in his hand, but he likes to use stabs. It's just, it's just, he's got problems. I mean, we've all known Tegan has had problems. I mean, color-changing gnomes are not a common occurrence, so. They aren't? Somebody needs to tell Tegan that. (laughs) (laughs) Something that must have happened in Tegan's past made him into a Camellia Tegan. (laughs) <laughs> it's a, he's like his own mood ring. It's kind of cool. 
And last but not least, uh, Tabitha, do you want to go introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Jess. Uh, I play Tabitha, who is um, adorable and is uh, accompanied by Francis, who is a badger. Um, And Tegan, or Tegan, uh, Tabitha is a ranger, um, and she's a halfling. So she is taller than uh, Tegan is. Um, so, and then I also have an owl bear whose name is Gregory, and I like to shoot things with arrows. Yay me! Hooray! Hooray! All right. So uh, let's let's go back to uh, what happened with Tegan. So Tegan wakes up uh, bound with rope. Wait, wait a minute. All right. So- somebody had a night. So I went to sleep. I, I, I took a couple of sips of beer. I got tired. I went to bed. I didn't even, like, get, like, intoxicated this time. And I'm waking up with... I'm, I'm gagged and bound. Correct. I mean, you're still in the same bed you were in, so it's not like you got moved anywhere. Okay, so can I get the gag off my mouth? Sure, go ahead and give me an acrobatics check to see if you can kind of wiggle your way out. What is going on? A 12. Uh, you're able to get your arms out, and you're able to get the gag out of your mouth, but the, the knot that's holding your feet together kind of seems to, to elude your ability to untie it. But you can probably hop your way around until you can find someone who can take care of it or eventually get over to your sword and cut the knot. All right, so I'm going to be a little upset because, like, um, I don't know what's going on, so I'm going to completely forget about my sword that's probably still stuck in my hand. Because the thing won't let me drop it. Um, well, no, you, you can sheath your sword by your side. It's just no one else can pick it up. Oh, all right. Uh, so, think think like uh, I mean to to, to think like a, a you know not to to go into copywritten territory, but like a a certain hammer by a certain Norse god got it. Uh, that yeah, that yeah, yeah, that yeah. can only be held by a certain person type thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, now I, I don't it. feel that uh, mythology is copyright. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Milner. <laughs> okay. All right. So, at, but I'm going to be, I, I'm not even going to think to do that. I'm going to be a little upset. So I'll start hopping down the stairs and be like, guys, hey, this isn't funny. I know I wasn't, I wasn't intoxicated or anything. Like, what's going on? Why did you do this to me? So I'm just kind of hopping down the stairs, screaming this in the, the top, in the loudest foot and a half Tegan voice that I can muster. <laughs> okay. And 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 as as Tegan comes downstairs, he's probably the last one to to wake up of everyone. Everyone else is downstairs, probably having breakfast. And uh, Tegan, surprising everyone, successfully hops down the stairs with his feet bound and doesn't fall down the stairs at all. Wow! Uh, I politely clap. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was impressive. I would bow if I wasn't so mad. What's with, what's with uh, gagging me and tying me up? What? Why did you... I mean, I tied you up, but it didn't gag you. That was someone else. What do you mean someone else? Why? All right. Why did you tie me up? Well, all right. So, if you're unconscious and the dragon's inside of you, right, and it may be fighting for control, when you're unconscious, it's more likely to be able to wrest the control from you. Right? So... I just wanted to make sure you didn't do anything in your sleep. 
Okay, so the logic is that the dragon couldn't take control of my body because I'm so powerful when I'm awake that it that it was going to take away power when I was sleeping. <laughs> I think you're I think you're twisting my words a bit. It's more of a just trying a preventative measure. A conscious brain, no matter what, is harder to take control of. Are you going to try to bound and gag me every night? Look, I didn't gag you. I just tied you up. Hmm. Uh, all right, who gagged me? Not me. Not me. I'm going to go examine the bar um, and uh, pretend like uh, <laughs> I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> all right. I, I, had, I don't have to do a perception check to figure it out. It was Athea, right? No, you don't have to do a perception check. But the thing is, it, this is your character just guessing. Okay, so like... But it's about as obvious to your character as it is to you, you as the player at this point. Okay, good. So, Athir, seriously, what's the gag for? Wh what gag? <laughs> what gag? You went to the bar and you look as guilty as, as someone eating a bunch of berries. I could tell from, like... <laughs> I was just looking for some wine. Yeah. I mean, it is the morning. <laughs> wine in the morning sounds like a good day. It's a way to start the day. I don't even snore. Why are you gagging me? This is not cool. So, at at this point, I'm like I'm like trying to figure out how do I make sure that you they don't gag or gag me and tie me up again. So, so and watching Tegan struggle with, you know, only half of his body properly functioning, I will uh, I, I will undo the knot I made last night. On my feet? Yes. Alright. Alright, let's, let's get you out of this. Those are some excellent knots you had there. I'm pretty handy with a thing or two. I'm not going to let you do that a second time. I will fight you next time. And I will win. <laughs> oh. I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. I'm higher on the food chain. But are you faster is the question. Also, yes. <laughs> you might have a point, Tegan. But can you hide as good as I can? It doesn't matter. You can't hide if you can't get away. <laughs> <laughs> I am not traveling with you if you're going to tie me and gag me every single night. I didn't gag you, alright? I wanted you to be able to say you were awake so I could come untie you, you know, low-key, not bring a lot of attention to it, explain to you what was going on. The gag was probably a little bit too far from whoever did that. I'm not saying maybe someone thought it would be funny, and I tried to talk them out of it, but I definitely didn't <laughs> gag you. I'm not traveling with you if you're going to tie me up every night. I think somebody was concerned that he would just bite his tongue since he didn't have uh, his hands or feet uh, available to him. So you need to make sure that uh, that didn't happen. Are you insinuating he has to hold his tongue back from unfortunately swallowing it? <laughs> yeah, that must be it. Uh... All right, that's fine. We can part ways here. I don't care. I'm kicking back watching this go down. It's just hilarious to me. So now Tegan's a, a bright, pur a purple, just really just like seething mad. And it's kind of like doing like a hopping motion. Like, I will not be tied up up and down. 
Look, it's nothing against you, right? I've just experienced a similar thing before, okay? I was with a traveling companion. They got possessed. They went to sleep. Tried to kill us all. We thought it was them trying to kill us. Turns out that they were possessed. We didn't know it. And that was the whole story. I've had two voices in my head since before I knew you guys, and now you're worried? You have two voices in your head. What? You have two voices in your head? We had this conversation already, you and I. Mm, I don't think you've shown them your 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 voices. Um, I'll disturb your rope next time. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Ethere and I have known, yes. I thought I thought And you're all right with him having voices in his head? I could have said uh, it has never been a problem. Define all right. We know about it. It's worrisome. They just talk to each other and sometimes they tell me to do things and sometimes I do them, but not very often, and only when there's glowing objects around. That's it. That's the only time it's ever happened. What? There was an incident where it was not great. But we came out all right. It was no big deal. Let me guess. It involved you uh, getting the dagger that stops you from eating? Actually, no. That was something completely different. That was No, that was just me being curious. Yeah. That was all that me. That was all Tegan. Mm. Uh, no, it was it was, it was was the original... Um, when we originally found... When we met. <clears throat> uh, how do we... What do we call that thing? The... the, the the sleek, shiny... The device where we had to bring the stone to. Okay, in the cave? Yeah. In the cave, yeah. So, uh, when we first got there, he may have listened to said voice and attacked the console, and then we got attacked by everything. Um, but... Oh, yeah. Sounds like a perfectly good... He's been better since then. I don't think he's had any types of those issues uh, moving forward. Um, so reassuring. I don't listen to the voices in my head anymore. I just... I'd be me. But the sword thing was me because I thought it was... You know, that was actually a good thing because someone had to do it. And I just volunteered. Mm, I don't know about good. So, for any kids who are listening at home... Do not listen to voices in your head. If you have said voices, please tell your parents. They will help you. What if it's internal monologue? <laughs> uh, but if the uh, voices in your head are telling you to do things. Mm. All right, so I am not going to go anywhere with you guys unless you promise me you will not tie me up or gag me anymore. Not unless you ask. No, I will not ask. That's not a, that's not a thing. <laughs> there's, no, there's no thing where Tegan wants to be tied up and gagged. We're learning a little bit more about Tabitha now, though. I will say it's a little bit uncomfortable. Um, anyways, subject change. So what are we going to yep. do to get the dragon out of him? You said it wasn't going to be too big of a deal, right? I mean, yeah, I don't know how to do it per se, but, you know, Master Ganthus said it wouldn't be a too big a deal. Um but he also said that you know we it's it's we, we we need to really move on and get the the next stone that's that's extremely important critical importance i believe he said and we got to bring the stone back to him anyway so we can give him the stone and take care of the little 
the the other voice in my head, and we'll be fine. We can go back to playing yeah. chess three ways. I think, we'll be awesome. I think it'll be fine. Are you sure we're in a hurry to get to Kir Doral? I mean, we can try to cure him first. I, I, I don't. Mm. I, I think bad, really, really, really bad things happen if we don't get the next stone. Like, yeah, but it's so far away. What? I mean, we have to get there no matter what. We have a cart. You, what's the big deal? Nothing, nothing. I mean, let's... Alright, let, let's get on the road. Does this have something to do with the whole possessed dude? That tried to kill you? No. Okay. I'm just wondering, <laughs> the closer we get, if you're going to be like, feel more compulsion to bound me and gag me or anything, so... For someone so small, you can certainly jump to some amazing conclusions. Have you ever woken up and bound and gagged by your friends? Who hasn't? I mean, it happens. Okay, now we've learned a little more about Torbeer. <laughs> <laughs> this must be a custom in every other race but gnomes. I don't know what's going on. I, I've never... Nope. It's not a thing. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard some stories about elves. <laughs> mm. All right, so not, not we're heading. Do we have to get supplies? Ah, uh, you guys, you guys have enough supplies probably for another four or five days, but it's about four days to get there. So I'm gonna go and while everything, while we're all getting ready, um, I'm gonna go and see if I can f find some uh, rations, like hunt some stuff or. Oh, I say, if you want to do it in town, you can pretty much just go do it. Um, if you're gonna hunt, that's fine too. That'll take you a, a, a few hours, but then when you come back, you'll you'll have uh, plenty. So, yeah, I was just gonna go to the uh, hunt it up. Okay. So, do you tell the rest of the group that you're heading out, or do you just get up and leave? No, I, I tell him. I take Francis with me, and I leave uh, Gregory here just so he doesn't scare off everybody. Okay. So that's what Tabitha's get doing uh, for a couple hours uh, while everyone else is getting ready. Um, anyone else doing anything in preparation? So who's taking care of that thing? Not me. Not me. I'll take care of him. He's cute. I had talked to uh, Wayne about it. Yep. Yeah, Wayne, he, the owlbear's sitting on the counter and seems pretty comfortable with Wayne at this point. Oh, okay, good. I'm going to try to find Lucas. And uh, I'm going to return the flail that he loaned me for our... Um, uh, excursion off to uh, defeat the dragon. So you're not going to be flailing around anymore? Uh, not today. So you go and find Lucas. He's he's still in bed. Um, you know, he has one his his one his broken leg elevated at the moment. And uh, hey, Lucas. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thank you for the use of the weapon. Oh yeah, I keep it. It's it's you know you're welcome to it. Oh, I was going to find out. Um, I might not need it, but uh, do you guys have a blacksmith in town that I might get a rune applied? Ah, uh, I can. Uh, well, we do have a blacksmith. I, I although I don't think he is uh, trained in the arcane arts, so I don't know if he can apply a rune necessarily. But 
Um, I mean, if you need something made, he can certainly make something for you. No, it's just I had a rune but, that I had picked up along the way that I just kind of wanted to get attached to my sword. Um, if you're wanting to attach a rune, actually, the the probably the best person to talk to would, uh, as far as ritual magic, would be uh, Vidi in town. Oh yes, I'm gonna go visit the hedge. That's what it was. Hedge wizard, wasn't it? Yeah, she's as far you know, she's not much of a, a combatant, um, but when it comes to ritual magic, she's she's probably the best we have in town. Oh well, thank you. I'll go uh, visit her and see uh, if. Uh... She can help me out. Sounds good. So I'll go. That's what I'll, I plan on doing. I okay. walk downstairs, uh, talk to Jethal. Say, hey, Jethal, I'm going to go see Vidi before we head out. Do you want to come with? Um, possibly. Sure, I'll come with. Right. So I'm going to head out there. Anybody else want to go? <laughs> No, I want to talk to Wayne and see if we can buy some of that awesome uh, beer so that I can have something to drink. Uh, yeah, get a, you know, get some for all of us. All right, we'll do. Get some. Exactly. Doesn't mean I'm going with you until you apologize. I. What do I have to apologize for? Not you, Athir and Tormir. Until they apologize, I'm not coming. Okay, so Tegan's grumpily drinking beer. Um, Jathal and Athir are going off to Vidi's, and Tabitha is going uh, hunting. Tormir, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to have a short conversation with Tegan and then go meditate. Okay, so what do you what do you and Tegan talk about? Look, I'm sorry for tying you up. Are you? Or at least not telling you about it first and explaining it. But I just didn't know if the dragon inside of you would react and cause you to lash out. I was trying to protect not only all of our friends, but also you. Alright, as long as it's not going to happen again. I could have really, really messed myself up coming down those stairs. I mean, that's why he didn't agree with gagging you, so you could yell out and we could... Yo, come get you. Someone wanted to be a prankster and turn it into more than it was, and now we've got this situation. But I, it's not exactly what I intended. Fair enough. So why don't you want to go to the next city? It's... I just haven't really been around my kind a lot since, you know, things have happened. Are they, like, is there a lot of dwarves in the city we're going to? Malatun? I know it is Kirdoral. I don't really know how many are left there, but I guess maybe just the memories. Like, did, did something bad, like, something evil happen there and, like, destroy a bunch of the dwarves, or? No, it's, it, it's more personal than that. I mean, I was just... We were at war with the orcs, and I didn't agree with it, right? It just didn't make any sense. Why would we just fight people just to fight people, right? And they viewed me then as on their side, right? It didn't, you know, it, it didn't go the way I intended. I was trying to broker peace. But clearly there were other forces who were benefiting it from it financially to have the war occurring. 
and uh, I basically was pretty much outcast. How, uh, like, did did you like get like kicked out or banished? Are we going to run into problems when you come go back? I don't think so. I just don't know if they're going to accept me, and I don't even know if they're going to remember me, which is probably for the best. But I just don't want to cause any trouble. You know, it's not my way of doing things. Does uh, do dwarves have long memories? <laughs> do dwarves have long memories? That's like asking if gnomes are short. That, I okay. I just walk away at that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're gonna jump over to Athir and Jethal, who approach uh, Vidi's hut. And uh, she looks up. Uh, she looks like she was uh, studying a book when you walk in. She goes, "Oh, hey, Athir Jathal, how uh, how can I help you guys today? How'd uh, everything go over at the uh, ruins?" Uh, things went moderately well. Uh, appreciate your insight into uh, the situation we had over there. Absolutely, it was your insight that helped us. It did help us greatly with your your ability to contact Rallos and we wouldn't have been able to get that information without your help. Well, I, I'm glad I could be of assistance. Um, what, what can I help you guys out with today? Well, uh, I, I was just talking to Lucas and he thought maybe that you might be help be able to help. Uh, I have this rune that I had, I had acquired and I'd like to apply it to my sword. I understand it's a shifting rune that allows the weapon to change form. Uh, based on whatever need I have at the time, and that could be useful in the future rather than sitting in my bag. Well, certainly. Let's uh, let me take a look at that. And uh, and do you have the weapon you want to apply it to? Yeah, I have this long sword here that uh, I think I'd like to get it applied to. Okay. Does the long sword have an existing any existing runes on it, or is it new? Yeah, it has a um, potency rune plus okay. one. Alright, let me take a look at that. Yeah, I should be able to do that. Um, this will take me about an hour. Do you guys have anything else you need to do? Or uh, do you just want to wait here? Uh, I, 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 I'm good with, uh, I guess, hanging out here. And if you wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind watching how sure. you do it. Yeah, I can I can certainly kind of walk you through the steps. Um and she, you know, see her use some some different oils, and and she pulls out some different dusts and kind of treats the weapon beforehand, and uh, she has different like candles or like different things that help her kind of concentrate while she's doing it, and she just kind of goes into like this these chants, places the the rune on there, and uh, just chants and chants, and then you know eventually lays a cloth over it, pounds it with a. Uh, uh, mallet, which appears to have runes of its own, and uh, eventually, uh, after about an hour worth of just kind of going through cycles of doing this over and over, uh, each time she puts the the cloth over it and hits it with the hammer, you kind of see the rune in, you know, etched deeper and deeper into it, and eventually, she uh, the last time she pulls it off, the rune looks like it's fully uh, etched into the weapon, and Excellent. she she says. That should do it. That's uh, it, it's a different, probably different ritual than th if you guys have done rune, you know, runes before. But 
Uh, and the way I was taught with the, with magic, that's that's at least how how we do it where where I come from. So that's very impressive. Well, I'm 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 glad I was able to impress you. It's I mean, I, I'm impressed by your ability to to wield arcane magics to you know cause fires or blizzards or things like that. That's not our uh, that's that's not something I'm very skilled at myself. My my magic typically takes time and and is not really good in a uh, combative situation. Oh, it's 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 uh it's impressive nonetheless. Um, I, sometimes I wish I could do some of the things that you just did there. You know that that type of magic. Well, I, I'm I'm glad you were pleased with it. That that makes me happy. Well, thanks, Feedy, for for doing that. What do I owe you? Ah, uh, nothing. You've you've saved our town from uh, from from possible devastation by by the wrath of a Dracolich. So I mean, if anything, I still owe you. Well, no less. I thank you for for doing that. You didn't have to. Um, so, where are you guys heading off to? We will be heading off to. I just wrote this down. I didn't. I I hope he's saying this out loud while while she's standing there. <laughs> yes. I mean, knowing Jethal, he probably takes notes on everything. So that's, that's right. Sorry, I just wrote this down. Just a moment. Let me I pull out this little book. Uh, uh, yeah, we're heading off to 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 Malatune. There's a um, well, we have a we have some some business there, um, to uh, try and find something. So, well, sounds good. They have a lot of interesting things in Malatune. I mean, that's that's where most of the the world's artificers go to train. So, I mean, Ooh. there's. There's bound to be, you know, gadgets aplenty and, and lots of things that, that are probably interesting. So, I mean, enjoy yourselves while you're there. It's it's there's there's a lot to to do. I will for sure do that. That uh, sounds wonderful. Do you know of anybody over there? Uh not in Malatune, no. All right. Anybody that uh, you're you're familiar with that we should seek out, though, even if you don't know him personally. Uh, well, I mean, I, I there's there's a, a fairly decent uh, gnome population there. Ah, um, so uh, gnomes. We have one of those. Well, I, I I am one of those too. So I mean, but is is this a collect one of everything com- <laughs> competition? I'm, I'm, I'm oh, not entirely I, sure. Gotta catch them all. Uh, he, we like to give we like to give our our friend Tegan a hard time. Uh, we we love gnomes. It's great. Well, I figured he who would like to go visit some of his own kind while he was there. That's why I had that in th- my thoughts. Um, but it, as far as uh, those that are there, there is a uh, there is one a gnome that I I that visits here occasionally, or a couple of them anyway. Um, there is uh, there's the art the the twin artificers. There's Unum. Uh, they're both they're both gnomes and uh, DM, but they they live up there. Uh, Unum visits here periodically, uh, but they 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 come they come here maybe once every few months, just to to trade supplies and some of the some of the cool gadgets uh, that they have to show off. There's 
very few here who can afford them, but I mean, they they travel around to, to try to sell things. Sounds right up your uh, alley there, Jethal. Possibly. I'll have to check them out. Yeah, those they they both know me. Um, and uh, if you yeah if you tell them I sent you, then then they'll they'll probably help you getting in there. All right, that's good to know. Thank you. Yet again. All right, I think we'll bid her farewell unless you need anything else, Jethal. Uh, nope, I'm I am ready ready when you are. All right, head back to the brewery and uh, see what the rest of the group is doing. All right, so everyone, yeah, you you get uh, you guys get back to uh, the 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 inn. Uh, the first person who got back is Tabitha. Uh, you had actually really good luck uh, with hunting, and so you're able to get enough supplies probably for at least another couple weeks. Excellent. Uh, but eventually, uh, the the first person back, well, I guess Tegan and Tormir were, never left. Um, Tormir is upstairs meditating, and Tegan looks kind of grumpy sitting at the bar still drinking uh, when you get back first, Tabitha. And then a short bit later, uh, Athir and Jethal also show back up. So everyone's downstairs with the exception of Tormir at the moment, who's meditating. All right. Well, uh, we need to approach the group and say, all right, everyone, what's what's the plan here? Are we going to head out in the morning or stay another day? Or what do we want to do? I'm not going until you apologize. Apologize for what? For gagging me. Who said that I did? You did. I saw you look away. I said nothing of the sort. I know you said nothing. You were your body did. You looked down. No gagging. Promise me you won't gag me. I can make no promises. All right. Well, then I'm not going. I'll stay right here. I got beer. I got a town that likes me. I'll stay right here. <laughs> uh, Tegan, I think you'll miss us if you you stay here. Nope. Also. Nope. I won't miss you. Tegan, at all. there's. Apparently, a large populace of uh, uh, of gnomes in Malatune. I'll let you drive the horses. You'll let me drive the horses. Yep. Will you stop them from gagging me? Sure. All right. So that's so. There's a there's a lot of gnomes. Oh, Malatune! It's where all the artificers are. We can find awesome stuff there. Yeah, man. But first. We need to get the wagon fixed, and I need to get some beer from Wayne. So, who wants to fix the wagons? I'll, I can go get some beer from Wayne. Uh, I mean, what needs... Uh, hmm. Well, it doesn't have a cover on it anymore. It's pretty beat up. I don't even know if it's going to make the trip. Do we have... Uh, is there possibly any sort of... Uh, would we have known or know, or can we ask Lucas if there's any place in town that might be able to help with helping the or yeah Wayne uh, uh, around maybe helping to know if one of them can someone can help with the cover on the wagon are we going to fix the little red wagon mm-hmm. the axle's broken and the wheels are dragging mm-hmm. um, the uh, so Lucas kind of looks up and goes well uh, I mean we had there's there's the uh, the I guess woodworker Vernon, who's who lives in town, he, he probably has wagons that he 
you know, either works on or it sells. If you uh, if you tell him I sent you and that you're the one who saved the town, I mean, he already knows what you know what was going on. You know, word travels fast around here, so uh, if tell him that I, I sent you and that you guys are the ones that saved town, I'm sure he'll he'll uh, swap your uh, your broken down wagon for a new one if you'd like. That'd be great. Excellent. Give him a new project to work on too. I mean, that's kind of what he does for fun. Well, that'd be awesome if we could uh, get just a new uh, wagon rather than have to fix this one up. Yeah, let's uh, let's go check this out before we go and see what we can do. Okay. See what we can have done. I'll go talk to Wayne about getting a couple of cases of his beer. Okay. He offers you like a, a keg that's about half the size of a normal keg. Um, he's like, it, um, once your wagon gets... Is it a pony keg? It is a pony keg. <laughs> uh, once you guys Sweet. get the wagon back here, I, I, um, I could probably help you load it up and you could just take that with you. Awesome. Thank I mean, I, I, I've never thought of reimbursing someone for saving our town in beer, but I mean, if that's, if that's what, what, uh, what you like, I mean, you know, we're still in debt to you. Are we going to have a keg party? <laughs> yes. That sounds like a great idea. Let's leave tomorrow and have a, have a party tonight. <laughs> Oh no! I'm all Don't for ever this. ride a wagon <laughs> while uh, hungover. And I'm driving. This is gonna be awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. You do not get to drive if you are hungover. That's not how this works. <clears throat> yeah, let's have a party. Let's, tonight. let's drive. Uh, let's not. Let's not drive drunk or hungover. <laughs> This message brought to you by Tabitha of Paper Pencil Dice. <laughs> yes, exactly. Don't drive under the influence. Never drive with a with a drunk uh, gnome. Technically, it's not driving though. Really, the horses are doing the driving, and you're just kind of going. Okay, you you're more still over there. Well, you're still. Well, it's the same with a car. Look, you're doing the exact same thing you would do with a car. You don't want to ride. With a drunk gnome, because you might fall off the wagon. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. So who's going to talk to Vernon? I guess I will. I'll stay here and make preparations for the party with Wayne. I was joking about the party. We are not having a party. Do you want to drink all of your beer the first night, or do you want to, you know, keep this going? <laughs> you know, this is Tegan we're talking about. He's going to get about three quarters through a one and be done. <laughs> three quarters? Jeez. <laughs> three quarters through the keg? He's both lightweight and a lightweight. Three quarters through a, a glass. <laughs> well, let's not get into your keg. Why don't you buy another glass and save the keg for later? Okay, okay. And I, I'm i adamant about you not driving hungover or riding in the, uh, in the new wagon hungover. You don't want me to mess You're up gonna the You're going to vomit on ins- inside the uh, wagon bucket, and it's going to not be pretty, and it's going to stink like beer and uh, gnome, uh, 
grossness. So can I secretly uh, apologize to Tegan by giving him two pints? No! (laughs) Do not spike his drink. Do not uh, do anything else. Just let him have his tiny little thimble of drink if he has to, but don't encourage him. The mean old lady won't let you have a pint. I'm sorry. I'm not old. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the youngest of us. If fear had your back, I mean, I just can't do anything. Do you want to ride with a hangover? (laughs) You know how bumpy carts are. So I'm guessing since everyone else stayed back and had the discussion that Jathal was the one that went to see Vernon. Is that correct? Yeah, I... Yeah, I went to go see Brian. Okay. Yeah, we sent money bags. Whoa, now. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So uh, you 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 come up with it and you kind of find his uh it's like a decent sized like house slash storefront, um and you mostly see like chairs and cow you know like different sitting things tables and there's rocking chairs. Uh, it looks like what Vernon mostly makes is furniture, mm-hmm. uh, but there's a handful of carts out front, and like he, he makes. A, it looks like he does a lot of a lot of woodworking, and you you kind of come up and you see him, kind of running the thing back and forth. He's working on planing a piece of wood, and uh, he he uh, notices you walking up and sets his. It's just plain to see. It is. Uh, he he walk, and as you walk up, sets his uh, stuff aside and looks over and says, Oh, hey there. Uh, how can I help you? Oh, hi. Uh, uh, my name is Jathal. Uh, I, is your name uh, v- Vernon, I believe? Ah, uh, yeah. He holds out his hand and shakes your hand and says, Nice to meet uh, you. That, he, good, good to meet you. He has a pretty firm grip, and you, you, you kind of notice he's... he's Really friendly. He seems fairly intelligent, but he's also kind of a big stocky guy too. At the mm-hmm. same time, yeah. Uh, we, uh, well, my companions and I um, have a have an old cart. And uh, Wayne over at the the brewery said uh, you might be able to help us with uh, maybe uh, fixing it up a bit, or possibly if you have another one that might be uh, for us to 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 use yeah that cart looks like it's seen better days uh you guys must have uh taken it through some harrowing places uh yeah i mean we were uh just i mean just recently we were up you know trying to uh you know fend off some undead just not too far from here um oh oh that was you guys oh well i i apologize i i didn't realize that that was you. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, you, what you you need a new cart? Uh, I, I, if you if you have one available, that would be wonderful. Yeah, he walks over and he kind of shows you. He goes, "Well, I've I have three here that I've made. Um, if if you're if you're willing to give me your old cart, uh, it'd be a fun project to kind of put that together. You know, have the the cart uh, that that was used by the heroes that saved Clear Meadow, kind of be able to, to to refinish it and everything. But yeah, we have three carts over here. Um, uh, yeah, this one here, and he kind of points at one. He goes, "This one has a, a cover, and the cover is retractable, so you can, he kind of holds it back." And he 
you know, it, it kind of pulls back kind of like a curtain type thing. So you can have it exposed to open air or you can close it back up again. All right. Um, and he goes, this one here actually has a full uh, wood top. So it's actually a completely covered, but it's not a cloth. It's actually, uh, it's, it's more of like a, a house, if you will, that that's pulled by the, uh, the horses. Mm, very luxurious. And then there's this one, which it still has the, the standard cloth cover, um, but it's a little bit bigger than, than the normal one. You could probably fit uh, a, a fair amount of, uh, I guess, supplies or whatever it is that you're hauling uh, in there. Uh, it does require a little bit uh, heftier of horses, but um, you know, as long as you're able, to, as long as you have the, the horses to, to, you know, it still requires only two. Um, but uh, this one is, is pretty good as well. Um, so I guess... Do you want a, a bigger one? Do you want one with a tra- retractable cover, or do you want the the, the full wood one? Um, it's a good question. Hmm. A- out of character, how many Tegans can they fit? <laughs> well, out of character, the wood one is probably uh, you know, I mean, at this point, we're talking volumes. So we're in we're in square Tegans here, so. <laughs> Or no, cubic tegans. Cubic tegans, that's tegans. right. Uh, no, it's, uh, you know, it's it's probably, you know, uh, like the, you know, probably enough to for a, uh, a, a full-size medium creature to stand inside the uh, the wooden, the fully encased wooden one. Uh, if you look inside the wooden one, it's got benches on either side. Mm-hmm. And there's a, and, and the benches are long enough that you could probably fit at least six people sitting they're they're kind of fa- the benches are facing inward there's uh the benches also the seats of the benches flip up and you can use storage inside the benches um or the benches are also long enough a, a single medium-sized creature could sleep on each side sure uh the the bigger one you could probably if you were just to, to to set tegans side by side you could probably fit about 16 tegans inside the big one um <laughs> and that and that's and that's that's laying down. So sure, sure, all right. Um, and and then the other one is the same size as your existing one. It just has a retractable cover. Got it. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I think uh, I think maybe the the one with the all wood top. Sounds great. I mean, it's it's probably the the, the most weatherproof of the options. And yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm guessing you guys are going a, a great deal of places, so I'm I'm certain it will do you well. And I mean, it's my honor for 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 heroes like you guys to be driving something that I've built. So oh, it, it's I'm, wonderful craftsmanship. I can already see it. Uh, I so, I appreciate it, and uh, this is uh, wonderfully helpful. Thank you. And I'm I'm gonna spend some some good time and uh, refinish your old one. And if you ever happen to swing back through, uh, you know, after I get done with it, uh, it's it's you're you're welcome to have it back again. Oh, if you need it. I, I mean, I, it, it would just be a joy to see it fixed up. So we'll 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 uh, I'll have to make sure that we we swing back through for sure. You know, we 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 like visiting the brewery for sure, and 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 all the great people in the town. So. We'll have to absolutely make our make our way back through someday. Wonderful. Well, uh, that being said, uh, let me help you out with uh, the, the getting the horses uh, 
attached up to the the new one here yeah. and he kind of helps you out with that and he goes uh anything else i can do for you i mean yeah i'm guessing you probably don't need much in the way of furniture since you're kind of more traveling than you are living in one place but if there's anything that 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 you need let me know uh i will yeah yeah you're correct we don't necessarily need furniture so uh but i i thank you very much this 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 new wagon is hugely hugely helpful so again thank you happy to help excellent hey he, he waves and kind of watches you as you travel away mm-hmm. and eventually you make it back to the uh the end it looks like everyone else is pretty well ready to, to get packed up tegan looks a little bit tipsy um but he's holding a keg of beer or at least has a keg of beer sitting next to him outside oh tegan you've done it you've gotten some beer Yes, I'm just having a hard time putting it in the wagon. I'm trying. Oh, that's okay. Let me... I'll, uh, you know... Athir, can you help him with this? <laughs> sure, and I just I just pick it up without any effort whatsoever. And I... Uh... Oh, good man, T. Or good man, Athir. I, I have to appreciate the fact that Jethal offered to help by offering <laughs> Athir's assistance. That was nice. So... So does he like pull the cart with him? Do we get to see the cart as he's coming up, or? Oh yeah, I was driving the cart up. Yeah, he was, he was sitting in the in the driver's seat, uh, you know, driving it up with with both horses. So that's a that's a nice cart. That must have set us back a lot of money. That's is that wood? Yeah, it's uh, I thought this. He gave us you know a couple different options, but I thought this was the best. So you know we've we've. We've upgraded. Yeah, this will be fun to drive. Sweet. Did he give us new horses too? Uh, n- n- no. Okay. We have the same horses. They're perfectly good horses. I agree. I like their personalities. I'm gonna go lay down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So you guys, uh. Make way? Do you guys do anything else on your way out of town? Uh, I want to pass by the head witch and just mention Thomas and ask her to keep an eye on him and make sure that he, you know, either... Oh, yeah, we definitely need to make sure he gets some sort of health, help... He's health, yeah. uh, mental health care. So he's he's south of here because he's. I can't speak today. That's fine. He's he's he works back. He works and probably lives back on Geraldine's farm. The the where you guys got the apples on the way towards Clear Meadow. Yeah, yeah. the apples. <laughs> Are you thinking fondly of the apples? <laughs> Maybe. Uh yes. Apples. Yeah. Uh yeah, we can head. We can head down to the farm real quick. Well, Are you perhaps away. a fruit bat in uh, disguise? As, as no. Jethal looks looks longingly off into the distance and says, "Apples, <laughs> <laughs> how I miss you." <laughs> it hasn't been that long. It's been like what a day or two. Uh, I mean, you guys we probably still have. Yeah, we probably still have apples. But not I, all of them. Apples last no. a really long time. No, you don't have any of the apples because the zombies took them, and you never, you never got them back because you went down, took out the uh, the dragon, and left again. But you, uh, you, oh. you, you use the apples as well. Deal with it. You get no more apples. 
<laughs> you got cut off too. I'm not the only one that got cut off. <laughs> Whatever. Deal with it, people. So, are you guys going back to the farm, or are you guys heading out of town? I'd like to head back to the farm just to check on Thomas. I bet she has some more apples. Are you sure we don't look in, want to look into the core of the apple issue? <laughs> uh, boom, boom. I seed what you did there. Oh, wow. Two in a row. <laughs> yes. All right. So you guys make it down. Uh, I mean, it's it's not far. It's like half an hour by cart. So um, you guys make it down to the uh, the place, and you see a bunch of farmhands working. They all look somewhat morose in their attitude. Um, you know, don't they? They don't look, you know, the the, the chipper selves that they were. And you see, Thomas is one of them working. And Thomas kind of says, "Oh, hey guys, I didn't expect to see you here. We just wanted to come by and, and check up on you to see if everything's okay. Uh, any, you feeling any different? Feeling any better than you have the last couple of days? I mean, I still miss my friends, but." I, I guess. I mean, everything's back to work, and yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing. Can you point us to the, uh, you know, the, the person that runs the, the farm? We'd like to talk to him real quick. Uh, sure. Yeah, Jet. Uh, I'll, I'll go get Gerald. And he goes and gets, and then the, uh, the, the same person walks up, and she goes, "Hey, uh, how can I help you? Welcome back." Yeah, just just a couple of things. Uh, pull her off to one side and say, "Hey, uh, Thomas is, you know, looks like he got uh, taken the battle pretty hard, and he seems like he's still in shock. Do you have someone who can watch over him? I was thinking maybe the head uh, head witch or anything else. Head head witch. He- hedge witch. Hedge. It is hard to say words." Indeed. But the uh, she goes well. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean we don't see we don't see Vidi down here very often, but um, we can. I mean I've, I've been keeping a close eye on him. I, I mean I know what he went through. He's uh, he he had a tough time. He, I mean it sounds like he if it wasn't for him, you know, wasn't for his ability to fight, he wouldn't be here either. So uh, yeah, but the strange part is he didn't have any wounds. So I, I just like I'd feel better if someone just kept an eye on him to make sure that whatever figure out what whatever happened to him just keep an eye on him so that someday he knows what actually happened to him. All right. Well, yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll keep a close eye on him. I mean, he's he's one of my best guys I got. So I'll uh, I'll, I'll make sure he's good what good and well taken care of. So. All right. I'll lead her back over to the group and then say in a louder voice, and we would like some more apples. <laughs> Happy to help. Uh, how many do you need? Apples. <laughs> that sounds like a couple of bushels. He's, looks longing now. Ah, <laughs> uh, apples. Couple of <clears throat> bushels should work. A bushel would be great. Okay. She then gets one bushel and brings it back and says, "Bushels." And and bushels. A bushel of apples is a lot of apples. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Thing, do you know what a bushel basket looks like? Nope. Okay. How They're big. about like 20 apples? No, she brings you a whole bushel. Okay. I mean, are you we sure you don't want to buy Are you sure you don't want to buy them like loose cuz I need to know. check them all over. 
<laughs> so about a bushel of apples is about uh, 42 pounds or about uh, 120 medium-sized apples. Sure. Sweet. Because, well, I mean, so. an apple in the hand is worth two in the bushel. Mm. 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 Wow. Man, you were waiting on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone kept talking. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad you worked that one in there. I, I do have to say, that joke was worth the wait there, Brandon. <laughs> nice. It was the apple of my eye there for a solid two minutes. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Now we're just getting into bad jokes. Uh, All right. So we get a bushel of apples and put them in the back. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, you guys, you guys get a bushel of apples, you put it in, and you guys uh, take off towards, towards Malatoon. Yes, we do. And uh, so the first couple days go by more or less without event. And on the uh, beginning of the third day, you are traveling along the path. And you see, uh, this day you see like a bunch of like, for, for lack of you know, better under, or better term, just scorch marks on, on the ground. Uh, but they're in perfect lines with each other. Like they're in parallel lines, and you just see them periodically every once in a while, just a little bit here, a little bit there. And it it seems very strange and peculiar. Uh, who's driving, by the way, on day three? Tegan. Are we okay. going into a time oh, travel boy. episode? We are not going into a time travel episode. <laughs> we are also not going into a dream episode either. Oh, come on. Alternate ending? Um, <laughs> click on the link for an alternate ending of this episode. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Do you want to know more? No. Uh, so the uh, – but, yeah, you see those. And uh, so Tegan's up front. Is anyone up front with Tegan, or is he driving uh, on his own? I'm, I'm up there uh, keeping an eye on him. I'm DJ, I'm continuing his education on properly how to drive. Okay. So there is a so for this particular cart there's like the front area where the driver sits and then there's a there's doors on either side and a door in the back to get in but there's so it's Oh, it's a covered? It's a covered, yes. It's like a um it's like a It's like a stagecoach. It's a stagecoach yeah. essentially, yeah. So it's yeah, so yeah it's there's like if you're in the driver's seat we've it's, upgraded it's not as easy to get into the back from the driver's seat and vice versa so yeah I am in the in the in the actual like back area he's throwing a gala with all his apples yes I am uh, in the front and Francis is with me okay where is uh uh, uh Gregory oh hmm. He did can sit on the other side of me. Did you forget Gregory back in Clear Meadow? No. Always forget <laughs> No, no, I wouldn't have... I would not have forgotten Gregory. He wouldn't have let me. <laughs> he would have squawked up a storm. He could sit on the other side of me while I'm driving. Okay. All right. I mean, we're not that big. Yeah, and, and there's plenty of room on the bench, so... How, how wide is the... Uh, the bench in a sitting position it's probably like seven tegans wide okay nice so it should definitely be wide enough it's huge mm, not huge but big gargantuan 
so so uh, so we'll say Tabitha and Tegan both notice these scorch marks. The the rest of the group probably don't because as the stagecoach is driving over How them. How wide apart are they? They are not quite as wide apart as the wheels on your uh, on your stagecoach, so they're slightly closer together than that, but not much closer together. Maybe like a foot closer together. So would it be like a uh, wheel that's on fire that's rotating, and thus why is it at a constant rhythm? Seems to be, yeah. Did I foil your master plan? No, you didn't foil anything. <laughs> so uh, I call back to Tormir. Hey, Tormir, do you know anything about these scorch marks on the ground? Uh, I think you've you told me the other night that you had been to uh, Malatune before. Is this normal? Since when are scorch marks on the ground ever normal? Do they look fresh? Like, is there any smell of burn? They do seem relatively fresh. I mean, they they're probably not like just made but maybe a few hours right. ago oh okay but they they do still have a scent to them i i think these wheel i think there are wheel marks from like a cart or something let's go faster and catch up to it yeah oh boy okay <laughs> since you're since you're now challenging the horses give me a survival check tegan this is gonna be awesome because I got no pluses to survival. Eleven. Eleven is, is enough. So you successfully steer the horses forward uh, a little bit faster without any issue. Yay. And uh, you, you, you make your way up, and eventually you see a, uh, a what looks like some vehicle that seems very strange that has crashed. Um, so you see uh, on the path, this is kind of like a cobble, cobblestone, you know, hard-packed dirt path. Uh, or probably more gravel and hard-packed dirt. Um, but there seems to be this metallic vehicle of some sort uh, that's entirely enclosed that is, uh, has scorch marks, a lot of scorch marks coming out right behind it. And there's a lot of smoke coming out of the front of it. And it looks like it has crashed into a tree and that tree has fallen over the path. Is the exterior of the vehicle some sort of polished steel? Uh, it. I mean, it. it do you get clo- how close do you get to it? I don't know. Have we moved forward yet? Yeah, I, I mean, I. So, do you guys see the uh, the map? Yes. Uh, okay. yeah, I see the map, but so, uh, I haven't put you guys on the map right now, but yeah, you guys can move up towards it if you'd like. Yeah, you're within sight of it at this point. What do you see up there in front? Looks like a vehicle that's on fire has crashed into a tree. I hope no one's hurt. I also hope no one's hurt. Do you happen to see an older man and maybe an adolescent boy anywhere around there? Nice. That's a very specific question. I just heard the story once. You do not see either an older man nor an adolescent boy. In fact, you see no one near it. Is it actually a car out of character? It is not actually a car. Uh, not exactly a car. So, um, can we see any... We don't see anybody near it. Can we tell whether or not it's going to explode here soon? Or does it look like it's it's, it's still smoking? Without Yeah, it's still smoking without... 
fully understanding what it is, there's no real way to know if it's going to explode. Um, as you guys approach it closer, um, you notice that the metallic exterior appears to be, it's not iron. Uh, in fact, it actually appears to be some sort of a, a copper or maybe a copper alloy um, that, that this is entirely made out of. Hmm. Um, and it looks like there is a uh, somewhat translucent uh, cover on the front. And when you look inside that translucent cover, it looks like there was some sort of a fire that happened inside of what would be the, uh, the you know, the, the driver's section of this vehicle. Um, and it looks like whoever was in there uh, is still in there and, and didn't make it. Mm. But uh, is the other side, what would be the passenger side on like a, uh, uh, like a cart? Would that be, uh, is there another... Uh, entity there. So the way that the, the 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 driver's area looks like it opens, it looks like it's sort of more of like a clamshell opening mechanism, uh, as opposed to like uh, doors on either side. So there is like a section where a passenger would sit, um, but it looks like whoever was driving this was driving it by themselves. Hmm. Well, let's pull them out and, and take them to town. Somebody's got to be looking for them. <clears throat> Okay. Is he al- and he's not alive? He does not appear to be. Uh, he appears to be badly burned and not moving. <laughs> you still have a tree blocking the path. Do you try to steer your cart around it? Do you try to investigate further what what might have happened here? Yeah, I'll I'll uh, do some investigating, Tegan style. So incompetently. And I will also search the vehicle. Okay, so anyone who is investigating, give me a perception check. Sweet, my favorite horrible role. I will also investigate. Oh! Alright, so Tormir, what'd you get? 14. And Tabitha, what'd you get? I am ashamed to say that uh, I have a 16, which is lower than Tegan's 22. Yeah, buddy! So I'm gonna guess that, like, uh, Gregory uh, squawked right at the right time, and I was looking over at him and trying to figure out what he needed. That makes sense. So, so yeah, you were investigating and distracted somewhat, and Tegan gets it in there and realizes that this guy apparently... My shame is great. He was uh, coming from, it looks like possibly another direction, so he was coming from another town, uh, but was definitely heading towards Malatune. Uh, and it looked like he had this like uh, small crate of, of things uh, in the cart. Uh, there's like a dribbles. There's like a glove with like these these wires attached to it. Um, there's a set of goggles. There's a vest. And it looks like he was. Uh, th- these were probably set up in a way like he even has like price tags on them. So uh, he's probably. You, you would assume he's likely selling them. Um, or was he's probably not anymore uh tegan also decides to dive in deep uh to try to figure out what how the engine worked and why did it crash and you know trying to really understand the whole thing and at a certain point tegan because you are more perceptive than the rest you realize that this thing is about to explode and you should probably let everyone else get tell everyone to get away from it ah this is gonna blow let's get out of here i grabbed the crate on the way out okay so you grab the I crate, grab Tegan, and the crate, and carry them out. <laughs> yeah, so, there you go. How big is the crate? 
Uh, it's probably maybe a quarter Tegan in size. It's not a very big mm. crate. It's huge. Huge. Every, everything measured in Tegans is huge, isn't it? Absolutely. So, so I guess that means that I, I have to grab Tegan, the crate, and Tormir and carry them out. <laughs> Which, of course, means to thaw, you're up. What am I up so, to? You gotta carry me, Tegan, Tormir, and the crate. Nah, I can't do that. Wow. I'm not even gonna try to. This is like the the old lady who swallowed the fly. And how did that end again? It's Tegan's all the way down. Um, <laughs> Tegan's all the way down. Nice. So anyway, so it explodes, and you see two things start to crawl out of the wreckage. And what those two things were, we will find out next week. Aww. <laughs> Also known as not good. Bum, bum, bum. So thank you listeners again for tuning into this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. We appreciate you listening to each episode. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, or just want to talk to us or hear us read something that you wrote on air, uh, send us an email at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, otherwise, uh, we'll see you next time. And in the meantime, keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. Reach out to us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper, Pencil, Dice.